0: I know what it's like to want to find your calling in life, but don't know where to start. In our fast-paced world where daily demands dictate more of our destiny than God does, it's no wonder we feel cut off from God's roadmap for our lives. That's why I wrote Make It Matter. It's a roadmap to help you live a life of purpose, and I'm excited to announce that it's just been released on Audible. So go to chrisreese.com slash to check it out. Building Faith Podcast from Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring biblically-based messages and lessons on how to apply God's Word into your everyday life. Welcome back to the Building Faith Podcast. I've missed you. I am hoping that you enjoyed season one as much as I have, and I'm really excited to be back here for season two and even more excited to see what God has in store for you. In case we haven't met yet, I am your host, Chris Reese, and my mission is to help you apply God's word to your everyday life. I like to refer to this as your daily dose of doing life with Jesus. And today, we are in episode 101, and we're going to talk about how to be still and know that he is God. Psalm 37, 7 says, be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. One of my favorites is Psalm forty six ten, be still and know that I am God. And look, that's not the only time in scripture that we are told to be still. And even if it were, it would still have the same powerful meaning. But instead, it is found repeatedly and even more so with other variations of the same phrase, be still. So what was God speaking to when he said Uh, be still so often, what was he referring to when he used that in scripture? Well, it is a command for us to cease from worry. Now, here's where I start to raise a little bit of an eyebrow when I start to see a command in the Bible, and then I see a repetitive command. Not only does God want us to do that or to stop doing whatever it is that he's commanding, there's gotta be a reason that he's telling us to. And isn't it true that we always find ourselves in the midst of worry and then God tells us to be still? So if we didn't have something to worry about, if we weren't being uh, fretful, then we wouldn't need to be given the command to be still. So for example, when Moses instructed the people of Israel to be still, he wouldn't have said it if they weren't knee deep in fear and worry. Look, at this time, they were being pursued by their enemies and their lives were in danger. And they had just ticked off the most powerful man they had ever known, Pharaoh. So what does it actually mean though, to be still? Does it mean that we do nothing? Does it mean that we sit back and let others treat us like a doormat? Does it mean that we disregard everyone and everything and just sit still before the Lord? The literal word for still means to cease, leave alone, take your hands off. And the more I study this word, the more I see that it is not a sweet suggestion. It is a firm command. And if God is our rock and our fortress, and these are powerful positions that he is, then being still is not some inactive, passive behavior on our part. But if you're anything like me, when you feel like uh, you actually feel like you're in sin, when you're not taking some kind of action, in fact, you almost feel like being still is laziness. Look, I get it. Being still isn't easy. But when I begin to shift my focus from being still is not some passive, lazy approach, and I look at it more like it's a change and it's a shift in my efforts. Because being still ugh, takes work, it takes effort, it takes tenacity. And when you look at it that way, I don't know about you, but I can have a better approach to actually working hard at being still. I remember one time my husband and I always go out on a a date night. So we go out Friday nights and there's this uh, cute little town uh, in New Jersey. It's called Lambertville. And they have these very quaint shops and this bridge that leads over into Pennsylvania. And it's just very pretty. It's pretty to walk around. You go into some of the stores. And this time we actually took my little Tessa. Tessa is our four-pound little Pomeranian. Actually, she's got more fur than she does body. And we took her out with us, and she loves to walk around. But during this time, she was stressed. So we're walking around. There weren't a lot of people. uh, But as we were walking, she was constantly looking at me, pulling, stopping, panicking, wondering if the next person was gonna step on her. And it broke my heart because little did she know that all she needed to do was to trust me. I was not going to let anything happen to her. There was nobody that was going to hurt her. Nobody was going to step on her. I was more aware of her and her well being than anything else that was going on in that moment. If only she knew. And it got me thinking that's how God must feel about us. So, what does it look like? in our current daily lives to actually be still, well, it looks the same as it did 3,000 years ago. It means you take your hands off. Look, my friend, you're not changing it for the better anyway. In fact, if you're anything like me, you're likely making it worse. You sit down. Have you ever hung around someone who's always up and doing something? Maybe it's your mama at the holidays and she's so busy getting everything in order when all you want her to do is to sit down with you? that's what being still is sometimes we just need to sit down and we also need to wait in patience god never has and never will operate on our timing your stressing and fretting isn't going to change that and what does it mean to to be still stop complaining i remember years ago i was in a frantic attempt to get to florida I had lived in the Northeast all my life and the days of high taxes and snowy winters was more than I could take. And I planned and I prepared, but I didn't pray. So therefore, I had no sense of stillness and worse, I complained. Once October hit, it was nonstop complaining about the cold until May. And I was listening to a sermon, uh, I think it was a long time ago by Joyce Meyer, and her words rang so firmly in my ears. You complain, you remain. Oh, my friend, from that moment on, I shut my mouth and I have reached the point of praying for my Florida home by taking my hands off the wheel. Look, just like the evening would have been much more enjoyable for Tessa had she just kept her eye on me and trusted that I would have cared for her, I too could have saved myself a lot of years and stress and probably more than one or two extra wrinkles had I learned that all I needed to do was to be still and let God take care of the rest. So my friend, that is my prayer for you today, that you will be still and know that he is God. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. I hope you've enjoyed our time as much as I have. If so, would you please consider subscribing and leaving a rating? I would greatly appreciate it. But before we go, as always, I have a gift for you. If you are struggling in your faith or if you just want to grow in your faith, I want to invite you to join us for our free five-day Mountain Moving Faith devotional i will go ahead and include it in the description section of the show notes as well as on the website well my friend remember all things are possible with god for more information from chris reese visit chrisreese.com forward slash podcast that's dot com forward slash podcast